Don't forget, we will remember the stupidity, the overreaching, the absurd response of the COVID pandemic. Here's a tweet. The more I think about the 2020 lockdowns, the angrier I get. Hospitals were nowhere near being overwhelmed. The course of the virus was not altered. People giddily lined up for their go-to, to-go cocktails, placed their grocery delivery orders, and thought they were saving lives. In fact, she's got a few tweets here. Many people I know permanently lost their businesses, careers, brands, self-respect, health, life savings. Some committed suicide. Some had children now years behind in their education and speech development, mind you. All for nothing. So the upper middle class could LARP pandemic and bake bread at home. That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> the service industry lost their shirts or continued to work servicing those who thought they were morally superior because they can send emails from a laptop on the couch. Safety became contingent on the neuroticisms of the most sheltered. The working class kneeled. Primary care and basic health needs of society dropped off a cliff. ERs became family doctors as family doctors insisted they only see patients virtually. COVID myopia buried all rationality. And what we got is the society now coming apart at the seams. I will never forget. I'll never forget. Don't forget because they're going to try this crap again. This was history in the making. People don't really understand that. They think they live in a post-history world where history doesn't happen anymore. History happens every single day. In 100 years, they're going to be talking about today. It's going to be in the digital history books. (laughs) If you don't remember, you will be more susceptible to play their game in the future. And the only reason their game is ever played, the only reason a small group of humans on planet Earth can control so many is because the masses opt into it. They opt into it through fear, through propaganda, through years and years and years of indoctrination, becoming addicted to comfort, so on and so forth. And the reason COVID happened in 2020 was because we had the perfect culmination of social media, a hyperconnected world, virtue signaling, politics. We had some SJW culture, the mainstream media, blue check marks. All these things converged and made it so that the real thing that spread, that took hold, was the mind virus of COVID, not the physical virus, whether that even exists or not. And I've looked into it. There are apparently thousands of coronaviruses in nature on any given year. They mutate, they change, they die off. This is nature. Just like there are millions of organisms on Earth, species die out. Some come up and flourish. This is just Darwin 101. And humans have been coexisting with microbes and germs and viruses and whatever for a very long time. And if you go deeper into it and you get into germ theory, well, a lot of that is based on viruses not actually existing in the external world whatsoever, which I'm actually prone to feel is true, just from what I've observed in my life and knowing how little we do know about the human body and interventions of medicine, knowing the history of medicine, like bloodletting and leeches and all the crazy crap that used to be considered normal by doctors and how probably in 50 years, maybe 20, maybe 10, maybe 100, we're going to look back at this time and we're going to reference the doctors of 2020. We reference the doctors that killed George Washington by bleeding him dry because he had a fever, because they thought bloodletting did everything. It, they thought it, sat, it balanced humors, which is a completely unscientific theory that a lot of doctors had. But because it was normal, that's what they did. And because it was normal in 2020 to believe in vaccines and this and that and to have all this propaganda around it and all the this big pharma-fueled bullshit, basically, with the state intervening in markets and making it so big pharma doesn't have liabilities, so on and so forth, they're going to look back at this time and be like, I can understand it because I can study the history of it, but it's still batshit crazy. But why are we surprised? Because that's human nature. Humans do crazy shit. We slaughter each other. We're the most dangerous predator on the planet. 
We are so easily, so easily swayed by propaganda and indoctrination and groupthink and mob mentality that madness the crowds. We understand it because we can analyze this, but at the same time, it's really hard to, to accept. And that's where I feel I fall on the spectrum most of the time when I'm thinking about human nature. I think about myself. I think about what other people do. I think about groupthink, conformity, the human intellect, the spectrum of intelligence and awareness and knowledge, the willingness to be able to think for yourself, the willingness to challenge convention. I think about all these different things. It completely makes sense because I I understand these biases. I understand our ancestral nature, but then I'm still struggling with grasping. I'm still like, why? Why can't more people wake up? And what we're seeing is more people are waking up. We are going through a massive cultural and societal, even human nature transformation where we had peak centralization and technology had a lot to do with this. Technology and the evolution of certain things like fiat money and the city state, the nation state, global superpowers, post-World War II, uh, prosperity, et cetera. We're seeing peak centralization crumbling and moving to a more decentralized way of life. And this has been going on through history for a very long time. This is why I'm so pro-Bitcoin, because it's going to be the first time where I think we can completely rewrite the rules so we don't have to do this again at the same level by fixing the money. Because when you fix the money, you remove so much of the power and the corruption and the parasitic nature of the state and actors like politicians that have incentives that pretend they don't. And then just all the corruption that you see in the world, when you fix the money, which is the base layer of how humans interact, money is the foundation of everything. It's how you fund everything. It's how you fund ideas. It's how you fund companies. It's how you fund policy. It's literally the base layer of everything. If we can fix that, if we can take the money printer out of the hands of the state and return to a hard money standard so that there is fairness built into the money, that you can't manipulate it, and so that governments and corporations and lobbyists and whatever, so that they can't use their money printer, their fiat paradigm of parasitic corruption that steals from humanity, they can't use that to fund their bad ideas. Because that's what we're seeing right now. That's why 2020 happened. If we had a more decentralized hard money standard, this shit would have never happened because people wouldn't have gone for it and the state couldn't have used their unlimited resources to print at will and to operate in a deficit to enact all this bullshit. It's insane, but it's a example of how broken it is. And this is why everyone has to go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole. You need to understand money and the history of money and economics, very basic economics. Read Thomas Sowell's Basic Economics. If you have Audible, it's free. You can get it in the library for free. You can probably find an audiobook on YouTube. Understand how human incentives, how human interaction, understand how these things get corrupted when you don't have a hard money standard. Understand what value exchange is, what capitalism is, why we want a lot of billionaires, because that means they're creating value for the earth. And of course, there are fiat billionaires that have benefited from the lobbying and the corruption and all this crap. Uh, but there's also the net positive that is entrepreneurship and innovation, like somebody like Musk, who's benefited from subsidies. You cannot say that he's not doing a lot for humanity and just being even a pillar, a beacon of hope for the future. If you want to understand your place in this earth, if you want to understand democracy, society, property rights, how everything is built upon all this and how money is literally the base layer. It's like language. It's the most important way that humans organize right next to language. In fact, money is a form of language. It's a communication medium. It's who owes to what, what value does this have? What does this purchase? It's just a protocol, if you will. And when you understand that, and then you look at Bitcoin and you realize that it's removed humanity from the equation of money, that has been the reason that money has been corrupted forever, which is why every government and central bank around the world has hoarded all the gold because it tends itself, lends itself to centralization because it's a physical metal and how they've been doing that to remove the money from the market so that average people use their fake fiat currencies. When you look at all these things and then you look at something like 2020 and you're like, oh, that makes sense. I get it. Just don't forget, 
But also, this should be a wake-up call to do the research. Stop watching those bullshit shows on Netflix and streaming whatever. Go down the rabbit hole, read books, read history, go into some deep Twitter rabbit holes, understand money, understand basic economics, Austrian economics specifically, not the fiat economists like Paul Kroger and those idiots. Understand human action, Mises. Understand incentives. Understand human psychology, groupthink. Why are humans prone to groupthink? Because it's an adaptation of living in nature as a small tribe and your tribe is your family and you protect your family and anybody that's an outsider of your family, you kill them because they're probably a threat to you. Period, full stop. I mean, you don't necessarily kill them, but you're at least very, very, very wary of them. You don't trust outsiders. You don't trust people that look different from you. This is just human biology. Is it no coincidence that in this hype peak fiat centralized world that is now crumbling right in front of our eyes, we have a refutation, an attempt at refutation, I should say, of biology, to pretend that biology doesn't exist. Google quite literally has a search result that says or shows that men can menstruate. That is how cuckoo, clown world bonkers things have gotten. They are trying to bend and distort reality. And if you look at the base layer, when you bend and distort money, (laughs) that's what you get. Everything is built upon bending and distorting markets and money and everything on top from actual scientific fact to research to information is based on bending and distorting information to satisfy some agenda because it's all fake fiat. It's not based on empiricism. It's not based on what actually happens in the real world. Because guess what? Most of us don't know anybody that has quote unquote died of COVID. And even the many that have either through complications with that or whatever, they had comorbidities, they had other health issues. And then you don't even know if it's true whether they died of that or not because the PCR tests don't work because the doctors were incentivized to write it down as a COVID death because like the guy that in Florida that died in a motorcycle accident got written down as a COVID death. Like it's all perverse incentives that create corruption and it's all based on unsound money. Get the Better Human newsletter. You get one free email a month. Massive, massive value over at thebetterhuman.co. Educate yourself, arm yourself. That's the only way you're going to be immune to the bullshit they try to foist into your brain. And it's the only way we're going to stifle this bullshit and get to a more decentralized way of life, which is exactly what we need, because that is the best way for humans to, to, to live, to operate, to move forward. Decentralized money, decentralized state and governance, small local city states and small local governance rather than massive bureaucracy in one area in the country trying to make decisions for the lives of millions and billions around the world. That is the old paradigm. The internet and now Bitcoin, these decentralized modes of transmitting information first through the internet and now money and value through Bitcoin, these technologies are the next epoch in the evolution of our species. And it's going to be very bloody and messy to go from this peak centralization down to whatever crazy world we're going to have for a while where there's going to be civil unrest and a lot of things figuring themselves out, letting the market figure themselves out back to a new decentralized way of life where economic incentives real world empiricism, what actually works, market value, non-fake money and fiat parasitic bullshit, when that gets washed away and operated away and lost away, the world we're going to have is going to be better in literally every single way. (laughs) 